Thank you so much for having us in here this morning. Uh, God's just leading me right at the moment. Uh, we started in warfare, and we need to stay in warfare. We need to stay in something right now, because uh, yesterday morning I was standing in the middle of a jail, and I had these gentlemen around me, and I had a whole bunch of people watching, and the Lord, the Lord baptized these guys in the Holy Spirit, and, they, and they begin, their evidence began to happen, and these guys all around were freaking out like, what is this? But they were freaking out in a good way. They're like, hey, can I have some of that? Can I get some of that? And that's what I think God's wanting to do in this place this morning. He wants us to get some of that. Get a little bit of that. Because guess what? Just as they were speaking earlier, he wants to see breakthrough in our lives. He, he wants us to walk free. He wants us to be free in all that we do and all that we say, that nobody could say something to you and it hurt your feelings. Wouldn't you like to be there where when someone says something to you and you, even, even they meant it bad and you could still say, brush, brush it off. It ain't going to affect me. And that's what God wants to do. He, he wants some breakthrough. He wants some deliverance in this house this morning because we are evidence of him on the earth. We are the evidence. We are why, we are why he, he even started an earth. We are. We're it. And so what he wants to do is see some deliverance in this. It's already started. It, this deliverance that he's doing in this house started many years ago. Is that right? And the freedoms that he wants you to walk in many years ago, and the mindsets that he wants to change. I'm so thankful that I don't think the way I used to think. I'm so thankful that I don't respond to you the way I used to. Is that right? I'm so thankful that you can't own me by a bad word. You can't own me. Why? Because he delivered me. He set me free. He took that off of me where I no longer look at man as my judge. Man is not my judge. Man has nothing over on me. None. And we got to all get there. Because when we walk and talk and have our being, he's in the midst of it. When you walk to the quick trip and you open that door, you just show Jesus. When you paid for the cup of coffee, you show Jesus. So what, I'm just going to pray real quick if that's cool. This isn't even my message. It's just something that, something came on because some of you need to let some crap go. Quit holding on to it right? Quit holding it like it's yours. Give it away. We've all been hurt. Raise your hand. You've been hurt. Dude, everybody's got their hand up. Everybody's been hurt. Who's been healed? Who's been set free? Who's been delivered? Right? And so that's what he wants us to center on today. He doesn't want us to center on those things that should, could, would have been. He wants to center on those things that will be. He will be in me. He walks in me. Father, I just pray right now over this congregation. I pray a breakout, Lord. I pray like the dam bursting. Coming forth, Father, your Holy Spirit, anointing these here, your family, to touch the lives that they come around. That every life they get near, Father, is changed. Why? Because Jesus is in them. And when they walk and when they move, they are a testament of who you are. We testify every day. And I testify for these, Lord. I thank you for their faithfulness, the goodness, Father God, that's in them. I thank you for what's coming. What's coming? The breakout that's coming. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having us this morning. I have this word, and, and I want to share it. And uh, if you wanted to title this, if you would say you put a title on something, you would title this STP. I'm not going to give you the answer to that yet. 
You don't get that. You just get STP. Somebody responded to me yesterday on Facebook, and they said, uh, what's that, oil? And I'm, I'm like, well, it was. And so, but that's not the message today. The message today has to do with uh, uh, testing. Testing. One, two, three, testing. Testing. I remember when I, when I, in 2008, I decided to go back to school as a rather uh, older person going back into the university, right? I was a little older. And uh, everybody I was around was about your age. <laughs> and uh, I was like, in the midst of the university, you go to school, you go to school, you go to school, and then there comes that great day, the great day of testing, right? And these kids would be worn out, scared that, oh, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I can't do it. And then we had to do hands-on testing also where you had to get in front of somebody you didn't know and demonstrate all your skills. And these kids would be getting sick. You had to go drag them out of the bathroom to get them to come and do their testing. And I loved it because at that point in my life, I didn't care. No, I didn't. And I still don't. You can embarrass me all you want to. If someone could stand up and do all they need, I don't care. That's called freedom. I know what I know. Jesus saved me from hell. I know this. He didn't save me from a hell I was going to. He saved me from the hell I was in. And I was in hell. And many of you know what I'm talking about. He saved us out of hell. Right? He brought us, he, he grabbed us and pulled us up. But I'd look at those kids and I'd go, man, it can't be that hard. But then I begin to remember back myself when I was unprepared, when I wasn't ready. And somebody would come at me out of nowhere and go, boom, and say something. And I'd get all scared, right? Because I didn't know where I was at. I didn't know what I was doing. I remember when I first came to the Lord, all I knew is everything this said was true. That's all I knew. It's true. I don't know it all. Still don't, never will. But everything this says is true. I don't take any, anything from this. And I don't add anything to it, right? Right? I don't. I don't argue with people. You don't want to have Jesus? Dude, I'll keep all I can keep. I don't mean that bad. If you don't want him, that's your deal. I'm not going to argue. And if there's somebody in here right now that you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I'm praying by the time we walk out as you will. You will know him as your Lord and Savior. Because that's all you need. You don't need all that stuff that world's offering. You don't need none of that. If you center on the world, that's all you're going to get. That's it. You center on the things of the world, that's all you're getting. But if you center on the things of the, my Father in heaven, He will walk you through things you never thought possible. He will see. And that's what He did as I would take those tests. He would walk me through. Just stand. Just stand for me. That's what He says to us. Just stand for me. Just stand for me. So I became the chaplain of a class at a university. I'm a chaplain of these guys. They would come to my house and just want to hang out and sit around and talk. You're an example to somebody. One way or another. Is that right? You're an example either of bad or you're an example of good. Will the testing come to a Christian? Where's the most testing going to come to a Christian? In a church. 
Let's give this thought. It's where the most testing is going to happen. Because you're always going to have one sitting next to you that thinks they know more than you know. Y'all ready for this? No. You're always going to have one next to you that thinks they can do it better than you can do it. That's in the church. Who was Jesus tested by throughout the scriptures? The church. Pharisees get all up in his face. And we're going to go there. Anybody bring their sword today? Let's open it up. It says, are we as Christians going to be attested? We all agreed that we would be. One, we're going to be tested by sinners. You know why sinners test us? So they can justify their unbelief. Is that right? They're sitting there waiting for you to mess up. Right? I'm not of that world. That world's lost, dying, going to hell. I ain't part of it. But I'm also going to be tested by the saints. And why is a saint going to test me? So they don't have to do what they're supposed to be doing. Is this okay? Because the whole thing, we're supposed to be doing something. Come to church on Sunday, that's good. Glad you got up, put your clothes on. Yeah, please don't come to church without your clothes on. That'll be a test there too. No. The test is, we're always going to be tested, right? We came to Jesus and thought it was going to be easy. Somebody lied to me. It ain't been easy. Has it been better? <laughs> yes. Do I sleep? Yes. But see, when the, when the, when the saint is trying, to, he, he's trying to get a way out. The saint's trying to say, hey, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do that. You know, every one of you could get up here and do this better and I'm fixing to do it. You could, because it's in us. He's in us. We either believe that he's working through us or we're doing it. And if you don't want me up here doing nothing, <laughs> you, do not want, you do not want Chris Rose up here leading you anywhere. But that Holy Spirit that's here right now, it's got the chill bumpies going on my arm. Got my palms wet because some of y'all need to hear the truth. He's here right now. He's the one we want leading us, right? Jesus was tested for who he was. We will be tested for who we believe he was and who he is. We will be tested. They're going to ask. But I'm not going to argue with them. I'm going to tell him what he did in me. I'm going to tell him how he's changed me. I'm going to testify of the blood of the lamb, right? And the word of my testimony, is that right? What does that do? That sets me free and anybody I'm talking to. They can hear it. There's ears closed in here right now. Can't hear a word I'm saying. I can point you out, but I'm not going to do that. Open their ears. We're supposed to be living like the world wants what we got. Is that right? Dude, I get around some people. I'm like, dude, I need to chant. What's up? Is that the same Jesus? Because the Jesus that set me free made me happy. It doesn't say I'm going to be happy. I am happy. I choose, right? So let's go to that word. Matthew 19 and 3, please. You mind if we bounce a little bit? I can't see this at all, but we'll move from there. Huh? Yes. Matthew. Night. What am I doing up here with no glasses? Anyway, I know the book's in front of me. Lucky there. That's my brother. 
Again, I thank you guys so much for what you're doing. Because we can't, any one of us, do this alone. And you know, don't look back. It's not a, it's about all of us. This church, it's about all of you. Mark and Jeannie can't do anything without you. They can get up here and scream, yell and do all they can do, but if you're not here to hear it, if you're not here to witness it, if you're not here to walk with it, what are they doing? Right? So it's all of us together. Let's check this out. Dude. <laughs> man. Man, oh man. All right, right there's the right spot. Let's go to verse 3. The Pharisees also came to him. What does it say? Testing him and saying to him, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for just any reason? And you know, we could go off on a tangent right here. We could lose our minds. But I'm going to give it to you the way I know it to be. One day I was lost. And I did a bunch of stupid stuff because I didn't know any better. They're trying to trap him. That's all they spent their time doing was trying to trap him. Right now, in your own mind, you could try to trap me in what I'm fixing to say. Is divorce wrong? Yes. But only if you're in the position to know that. That's it. There are ways to be divorced. If your husband's beating you, has left you, or treating you like crap, or is immoral, get the heck away from him. Can anybody agree on that one? Can anybody disagree? Anybody disagree? Now, leaving him because he didn't buy you a new car is a problem. Amen. Is that right? Or that you're not living this upstart life you thought you were supposed to live? But just, a, I've been divorced uh, twice. But I didn't know. She already said she'd shoot me, so I'm free. I'm not getting another divorce because they'll be putting me in the box. <laughs> right? But see, that's what they said. They wanted to come up because they were so wise. Were the Pharisees wise? Were they? Anybody that could stand, one of y'all stand up here and recite the first five books of the Bible for me, word for word. And then the scribes, they, they want to argue with them all the time, right? Scribes and Pharisees. Trying to get the same place and couldn't even get together. What does that resemble? Hmm, let's leave that alone. Your testing's gonna come from here. You think it's out there, but you're not of the world. We're not. But you have to be prepared. How did he respond? He responded with wisdom. What's he asking you to have? What does he ask you to ask him for? Wisdom not something that you can point at somebody and go, oh, yeah, you got that and I feel better about myself. Is that right? Or you do, you do it that way. No, that's not the right way to do it. That's, we got to stop all that. We're supposed to be drawing people, not rejecting them. That'd be like me going into jail, standing up and say, you guys are all bad. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> they already know that. Who here lived a little bit different lifestyle, knew you were bad when you were there? Dude, we all knew we were bad. We all knew. But guess what? God knew we were good. And all he, all, all he wants us to do is let the others know that they are good. On the sixth day, it's the only time he used the word very. 
and good was very good. He said, man is very good. He likes us. No, some of y'all need to catch this. He likes you. He don't give a rat's iota what you've done. He don't care. You like that language? That's all I got. He does not care what you've done. What he cares about is what he did. Right? So was Jesus tested there? And could he went all over the place with that? Could he? You keep reading that one. Let's go to the next one. I'm going to hold you all up all day. A test is a basis for evaluation or judgment. Evaluation or judgment. Evaluate. Could I be better? Oh, they're just picking on me. I want somebody to test me so I get better. If I'm missing it, tell me. But if I'm just not doing it because you don't like the way I'm doing it, let's keep that under wraps. Because guess what? In this room right here are there people that do not like me right now. No, it's just the way it is. Okay? I got this. I've been delivered. I'm free. And guess what? There's people that don't like you neither. Is that right? We used to tell each other we didn't like each other. No. I want to know every one of you. You're my family. We're doing this together. Right? I should be praying for you all the time. And I pray for this church all the time. Why? Because we have a tie. We are bound. I was accepted just a minute ago right here. If I heard nothing better today, I heard that. There's nothing like knowing that you've been rejected all your life. And realizing you're accepted. Is that right? But will we be tested? And who's going to test us? Who's going to look at us and go, man, you should have done that a little better. Anyway, John 8. Let's go to John 8. Is this okay? Yes. You guys are wonderful. You've got so much going on for you. You've got so many people to touch. And you're touching so many people. Let's look at verse 1. Can we do a little reading? Is that what I want to do? Yes, that's what I want to do. Now, early in the morning, he came again into the temple, and all the people came to him, and he sat down, and he taught them. Then the scribes and the Pharisees, who don't even like each other, brought to him a woman caught in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Now, Moses and the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do you say? This they said, testing him, that they might have something of which to accuse him. I want us to look at something here. It would be like right now, we're standing here, and one of your church members comes dragging somebody in the door and brings them right up here. First of all, would there be like a, somebody step up and might try to halt them from doing that? Please? Anyway. 
They burst into the synagogue as he's teaching. And they drug this woman. Oh, they got it going on. They're, they're the ones I want to be around. <laughs> they drug her up in front of the congregation and accused her. Oh, it couldn't have been done the right way because they're trying to trap him. And they did it all wrong. They accused her in front of everybody, stopped the whole service. Just stopped it to try to trap him. The same thing's going to happen to you. In the midst of you sitting here, Satan will try to build, stand up and say something. Where's Satan? He's under my feet. But guess what? On my ride here, on my bike, when that person ran out in front of me, I flipped him off. Guess what? I reached down and I picked Satan up and I said, won't you come on up here and join me? I didn't do that, thank you very much. But. <laughs> but do you understand? Satan has no power except for what you give him. Amen. He's powerless. He was defeated. Amen. Is that right? Yeah. But every day when we get up and we get into whatever we get into, your addictions, whatever it is that causes you to feel good in your flesh, man, right. you say, Satan, come on up here. Man, why don't you come over and hang out with me? Why don't you come over and tell me what to do? Because that's what he does, Right? He manipulates, he controls, he tries to tell people what to do. Right now, he's got ears closed in this place. Satan, you're a liar. You have no part here. You're under our feet. But see, Jesus was sitting there trying to share the word. And what do they want to do? They want to run all over tradition. Because finally, they got something they can get together on. You ever had that happen? One of, your, one of your fine friends gets with another one of your fine friends. They don't even like each other. And they come dragging some accusation towards you. Dragging it. It stinks, but they're bringing it. Oh, we want part of it. Yeah, come on. Drug her up here and, told, and said, we caught her in that. What the heck are you doing in her house for one? Is that right? Why are you about her business? Won't you fix your own? That's what we need to do. Amen. Quit worrying about what people are not doing and start working on what we're doing. Amen. Is that it? Amen. Dude, I want them rolling in here, smoking their weed, doing their dope. Get in here. Amen. Oh, can I invite? I'm sorry. Okay. I overstepped my boundary. Anyway. No. Is that right? Dude, I've offered to twist it for them. Just get in here. Let's do this thing. I ain't going to smoke it with you. I'm not going to do your stuff. My habits are gone. My addictions are done. I don't need another one. There's one thing I want to be addicted to, and his name's Jesus. I want him so much that nothing can get in my, his way between me and him. Nothing. Right? So was he tested again? Can we say he was tested by his own? Well, we want to call him his, <laughs> we want to call them his own. It's who actually... That's who he wanted. That's who he wanted. God wants all of you. God wants all your family. He wants your friends. He wants those ones that we've had to give up on. And we've all given up on some people. Is that right? I was given up on. I couldn't even get mail back. <laughs> what, they can't read? No, they didn't want my mail. Right? They're done with me. 
But God still wants them too. Luckily, God still wanted me. Is that right? So, let's go to uh, Matthew. Are we still good? 16, Matthew 16, 1 through 4. Let's look at that. Everybody good? Here we go. Then the Pharisees, and the, here they are again, buddying up. And the Sadducees came and what? Testing him, asked that he would show them a sign from heaven. These people have been walking with Jesus, watching him. What the heck has he been showing them? Signs. His very steps were a sign. Right? But they wanted more. Have any of us been there? Dude, 1993, when I was sitting on that couch and I just bid, done a big old shot of dope in my friend's house, and I said, hey, I don't know who I'm talking to, but if you get this crap off me, I'll live for you like I live for it. I think that's all the miracle I need. I don't need to keep testing him. I get to stand here because he saved me. We get to be here because he did a miracle. Did he do a miracle? We've all had miracles. And sometimes we want to think, oh, that wasn't enough. Or, dude, I need this one other little thing. Or we call that bumps. I need another one. <laughs> get another bump, Jesus? No. He's constantly doing things in our lives. Is that right? Yeah. Always he's doing things in our lives. Can you imagine the stuff that he stopped this morning? Amen. Just this morning on trying to get here, the things that God, God got me out of prison into a drug house on house arrest. And I didn't know who he was. Imagine what he's done for you. Imagine what he's doing right now for those out there. Little girl in a strip club last night. Imagine what he's doing for her. Imagine what he's trying to do to get her. Right? He's setting, right? And what they want to do. They want to test him. When you say it is evening, you say it will be fair weather for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be foul weather today for the sky is red and threatening. Oh, here's a word. Hypocrites. He's talking to the church. Hypocrites, listen up. Right? Guess what? When they sat out there and they went, my sister did it. I'm on the phone with her. She's the one that used to receive all those letters. Oh, I'm doing good. Things are great. It's a new life. Can you send me some money? (laughs) Right? She used to get those letters, right? For years, my brother and sister, they're, they're my half-brother, half-sister, but they would, they got binoculars on me because they're just waiting. Is that right? And it was years. People, people are watching you. They're watching. Oh, he says he's a Christian. They're watching, right? They would watch me and my sister. We were on the phone one day and, she goes, those church people are just a bunch of hypocrites. I said, well, that may be. They're trying to get better. Why would you point out the bad? You know, we went through a conversation, talk. I led her to Jesus on the phone. Miles away. Why? 
Because God had got her to that point. You today will walk by someone who God has at that point. And all they need to do is feel him in you walk by. Don't let this get too far out there. Let it be real. Let it be real. They don't need our words. They need him. They need Jesus. So when they said to testing him, hypocrites, you know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign shall be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. And that sign was three days and a big fat fish. Is that right? That's a sign of prophet Jonah. What was he in? Disobedience? Is that what we'd say? Right? What did Jesus do? He went to the depths of the earth. He went to hell and got the keys. Is that right? And when he got the keys, he came back up and he said, they're mine. They belong to me. Right? That's what he said. They're mine. So no matter what you've done wrong, no matter what they've done wrong, no matter what we think about who we are, they're mine. That's what he said. They belong to me. When he got the keys, he did it. It was done. But guess what? Every day, if you don't watch yourself, you'll try to give the keys back. If you're building that flesh, man... You're just saying, come on up here now. Come on. Come on. Oh, that debt's large. Oh, I don't feel good. Oh, things are not working right. Man, I wish things would get better. Oh, what's that? Yeah. You got to check yourself. Because Jesus was tested over and over. And the testing's coming to you. And one day, somebody's going to walk up to you and say, can you pray for me? What are you coming out of? Are you coming out of him? Are you coming out of you? You can get offended in here today and never come back. We break that in Jesus' name. You could, though, right? You could hear one little thing and go, I'm never going there again. He's trying to tell me how to live. No, this is trying to tell you how to live. There's a right way to live. Remember, we're the evidence of him on the earth. So he tested him again. Hey, I got seven pages here. Anyway, I'm joking, joking. Matthew twenty two thirty four. 34, just right, right next door. I'm coming to an end here. I just want you to hear something. I love the Bible. The Bible's so good. Can't believe I used to smoke it. Anyway. Did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. I've messed up too. I've messed up. I've done bad. I've done bad. But he knew it, right? He knew what I would do. He knew what would be done to me. Did he purpose it? No. Did he set it up? No. This world, as my wife will tell you, and plainly stated to me for many years, this world is dying. It's in sin. 
bad things happen. It's going to happen. Verse 34. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, oh, shut their mouth. They gathered together. Then one of them, you know you can shut someone's mouth just by standing? I shut many people's mouths just by years of doing what I said I was going to do. I'm going to serve Jesus. And a lot of mouths have been closed. Is that right? Haven't you seen it in your life? Then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question. Test a lawyer? Testing him and saying, teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? He could have went, went all over the place with this. I should not kill, don't commit adultery. Is there a bunch? Right? But what did he say? Jesus said to them, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. Most of y'all know this by memory. With all your soul and with all your mind. That's all of you. You will love God. That's all of you. That's not Sunday morning. It's not Wednesday evening. That's not when it feels good. That's all of you, right? And when we do that, guess what? When that person's looking at us, when things are not going so well, and we're living that, they will go, I got to have that. I don't know what that is, but I got to have it, right? And what? This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. They had to shut up. They had nothing to say. And that's what's going to happen in your life. As you continue with him, and as you continue to get more of him, uh, some people go, you can't get more of Jesus. Well, I hate to argue with that because yesterday I was worse than I am today. Does he change? No. Do I? Yes. I hope to change every day. I hope the last day I'm breathing air, I'm still learning the right way to do this. Right? Because there's the right way to do this, and I know the wrong way. We became professionals at the wrong way. Let's become professionals at the right way. Right? Okay, so here, let's wrap it up. How do we respond to the testing that happens to us daily? I have to be separate from the issues of this world. Who's going to be president? I don't give a... I don't care. I know who my king is. I don't care. Am I going to vote? Yes, and we're not going to have that conversation right now. Right? I'm going to vote because I'm supposed to. They told me for years I couldn't. <laughs> so now I'm going to vote. Yeah, yeah, I get to vote. Now I'm going to vote, and I'm not going to have an argument with anybody about how I'm going to vote. I'm just going to vote. But my king is in heaven. My king is who I will kneel before one day, and I will give. This is why I did this, Lord. This is what this was. He'll go, I already know. That's what he'll say. I knew your heart. He knows our heart. Every one of you have a good heart. You have a good heart. But I'm not going to argue with anybody about same sex. I'm not going to argue with anybody about any of them. None of them. I, oh, are you serious? Please quit destroying yourself. Please quit living miserably. Please quit using it as an issue to argue with me about what I know has changed me. Right? I won't argue none of those. I'm not going to. 
But if you want to sit down with me one-on-one and have a conversation on what this says, it's going to come out a little different than what you think. (laughs) Is that right? The Bible plainly states, but I'm not going there. That's not my deal. I'm not going to reject anybody. That's not my call. My call is to love. Love. When they pull over in front of me, bless them, Lord. Right? When they step in line in front of me at Quick Trip because they don't know any better, bless them. Amen. Happens every day, doesn't it? People just run up in front of you. You don't kick them in the neck. But we can't do that. Is that right? But we can say, God bless them. I hope they have enough. They don't have enough money. He just kept, oh, I'll pay for it. Right? Is that right? Okay. Last one. Check this out. James 1. I'm excited. Can I be excited? James 1, look at this. Verse 2. Oh, you'll love this one. <laughs> My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Woo, doggy. <laughs> count it all joy. Knowing that the, what? Testing. Testing of your faith produces patience. And let patience have it perfect work that you may be perfect and complete. We can be perfect and complete in Him. So that when you walk, when you move, Jesus goes before you. He's around you. The Holy Spirit is touching everything you come near. Because you've prepared yourself. You get up in the morning, feet hit the, Lord, where are we going? What are we doing today, Lord? Right? So that let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you, what? Lacks wisdom. Let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach. It will be given to him, but let him ask in faith. Man, we used to believe in a lot of stupid stuff. I used to believe a lot of lies. I used to believe I was worthless. And every day I had to prove it. Right? Ain't that what we did? When we had that big freaking hole stuck in the middle of us, right? We had this hole. As now as we wear these shirts, that hole is white. That's Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is all in there. But before it used to be dark and empty. And when you told me I had to suffer a trial, even as a Christian, I thought you were insane. But we will suffer trials. We will lose. Things will happen. We will be hurt. But we rest in him. Right? Can we rest in Him? To finish. When we become sold out to His Word, then all the testing of this world will fall away. When Satan tested Jesus in Matthew 4, Jesus responded with what? The Word. It is written. It is written. I'm sitting next to one of you and you go, well, I don't like you very much. It is written. Jesus says... I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. He made us that way. He made us to be fearfully and wonderfully made. And so when Satan got up in Jesus' grill, all Jesus gave back to him was the Word. He didn't try to convince him. He didn't try to say, oh, no. Here's what the Word says. It is not our job to change the world. 
It is our life to be Christ-like in all that we do so that those around us will see change. People just need to have hope. Is that right? They just need hope. People need Jesus. They don't need my attitude. They don't need what I think. They need Jesus. Are we cool? I just want to pray over you real quick, if that's all right. I would ask everybody to bow your head for a second, if you would. Lord wants to ask something. Am I cool here, Mark? Am I good? Lord wants to, he wants to, he wants to do something in here this morning. He wants to set somebody free from addiction. He wants you to be free today. He wants you to be free, but all you got to do is one thing. You got to agree with him that you want to be free. You want to be free. And so I'm not going to, we're not going to ask you to come up here and do all that. With every eye closed, every head bowed, if there's something on you, man, and you want out of it, why don't you just raise your hand? Thank you. 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 Okay, hands down. We're going to agree with you right now. I had an addiction on me. It was ridiculous. And God set me free. And he didn't set me free because I could stand and point to other people. He set me free so you could be free. So as I pray over you, I believe for you. I believe that that's going to go. It will no longer have its bind on you. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray over these that raise their hand. I ask you, God, right now to cleanse them with the blood of the Lamb. I ask you, Father God, to bring your truth into their hearts right now of how valuable they are and how much you love them and how much you care. Father, I ask you right now to break that in Jesus' name, that they no longer walk beneath, they walk above. They no longer walk behind, they walk ahead of. And they no longer see themselves of having an addiction to a substance or a problem but they see themselves addicted to the one that created them. And Father, right now, I just pray the power of the Holy Spirit to touch them. I ask that a, a frown becomes a smile. I ask that the hopeless begin to find hope. I ask that the truth be revealed in these that raise their hand and in all of us, God. Break it right now in Jesus' name. With heads still down, is there anybody in here right now that doesn't know the Jesus I've been talking about? Do you want to meet him? Anybody? He wants to meet you. He loves you so much. So Father, I just pray a blessing over this house. I thank you for the days ahead. I thank you for the season of fulfillment, Father, for the labor that has been done. I thank you, God, that you have us in your hand. And I thank you for the support, Father, that this, my family, has given to one man's dream. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Uh, just just seeing, him, seeing him up here just reminded me years ago. Chris and I have known each other for a long time, and we used to have this men's group. Uh, well, I, I want to say it's a boys' group. And we used to get together at people's houses and We'd scream and yell at each other. I mean, we'd just get right up in each other's face. 
And uh, Chris and I, I don't know if, you've rec- if you realize it or not, or if you've seen it or not, Chris and I had the same personality. Have you noticed that? And the, our wives talk about it all the time. Uh, Chris and I used to really argue and, and just kind of beat on each other with our words. And then right at the end, we'd, we'd say, man, I'm sorry. And we'd hug each other and cry. And, and I remember those days, man. And, and you know, I just want to let you know that, man, I'm serious when I say this, this is your place. Um, even though your home is at another church at Destiny Life, uh, that's where you need to remain because that's where God's called you until God calls you elsewhere. But this is your place where you can go anytime, uh, and you know that you're our family. Amen? Amen. Amen. But I, I just remember those days, and, and when he was just up here talking, God, God just kept telling me, you just tell your people that I just want a relationship with them. Man, I, I, just, want to, I just want them to be able to talk to me. I want them to be able to sit with me and, and, and just talk. And sometimes we get so busy, and sometimes we start thinking about so many other things, about what's going on in this church. You know, God, I mean... The devil just keeps bringing stuff up to me about you're not going to have a building, you're not going to have this, you're not going to have that. And somebody reminded me this this uh, week. I met with with several, with, well, with two or three of you this week, and someone reminded me. You know, it really doesn't matter what the devil says because really this is who we are. And I'm sharing that with you this morning, and Chris is sharing that with you. Is man, no matter what the devil says to you, you're that's that's he's lying to you. He's just lying to you. He's just trying to get you to do something else. You know, just trying to get you to do something else. So God loves you, man. God just wants to have a relationship with you. He just keeps bringing you up for some reason. You, you, God just, God just wants to have a relationship. Well, he just wants to talk to you. And he just wants me to remind you today, I'm not, I'm not trying to center you out because, because uh, I just feel like he's, he's telling you, man, you've come a long ways. You're going to come a whole lot farther. So just keep talking to me. Just keep talking to me. There ain't no judgment here. Just keep talking to me. Amen. Anybody else in here, same way. Man, just keep talking to him. Just keep talking to him. Just keep listening. Just keep listening. Amen. You ready to get out of here like we always get out of here? Come on. Come on. Carry your wife is clear back in the back, bud. All right. Just want to let you know that. Stand up with me. Oh, Father, we just thank you again for bringing Chris and Jules to us and, and their family. And, Father, we just thank you so much that they're a part of this family. Father, we pray for their ministry. And, and Father, we want to just continue to, to add to their ministry through this ministry. Father, we're joined together, as Chris said. So, Father, we just, we just want to see blessing upon blessing upon the ministry, the prison ministry, and everything that goes with it. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And all the people said, Amen. Amen. All right, you ready to repeat after me? If this is the first time you've ever done this, this is the way we leave this place every Sunday morning. Let me get up here so you can see me. Are you ready? I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am a brand new creation in Him. I have now approached the presence of God. With no condemnation of sin. I have the mind of Christ. Therefore, what belongs to Him? Therefore, what belongs to now let me hear you say it. Now give Him a shout this morning. Therefore, what belongs to Him? 